inevitable. You mean you have to use your hands? That's like a baby's toy. I'm totally Batman. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Shh. Communing with the Earth Spirits. Welcome to California, bud. Kawabunga. The world of magic. And after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Secondary Heroes Podcast. This week, we're talking about the upcoming Marvel Disney Plus show extravaganza. Starting off with the brand new Miss Marvel trailer, and what does that mean for the entirety of 2022? Who knows? Let's find out. This is your Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey guys, it's Prague. That's it. That's all we got cool. this week. <laughs> Just us. Light Alex week. is on vacation. It's the true secondary, secondary heroes. Yeah, it really is. You just get us. Sorry, folks. Yep. Just us. But here we this are. You turn the... it off right away. <laughs> no, <laughs> stay. Stay with us. We love, we love Marvel. I love Marvel. Let's talk Marvel. Um, well, we thought, you know, it's fun that uh, Disney decided to drop uh, Ms. Marvel today um, on us. Kind of a surprise. So we figured, why not check out the trailer and talk about what's coming up on uh, with all these shows? So. Yeah, we know the big movies, you know, we got the Doctor Strange, new Thor, new Black Panther. But on the shows, we get to have lesser known characters that aren't just sequels and different extensions and variations of existing characters. Correct. Yeah, it's going to be in it. I feel like we'll talk about this more, obviously, but I feel like we're really starting to set up pretty much all these new characters to become the main characters after whatever big event they decide to do, you know if there's going to be a Thanos level threat and what that looks like and who's going to come out of that alive, maybe not many of our old heroes. So we need new ones to come take their place. So that's what I feel like we're doing here. Yeah. One of the funniest things I've seen is like, in, if you were living in the Marvel universe in 2008, it's like, Oh look, some rich guys flying out in a metal suit. And now by 2024 in the MCU, it, there's aliens and all kinds of different threats. Half the population's been gone. The entire world is in chaos. It's a horrible place to live. It really is. It kind of destroyed everything, <laughs> trying to save the world by destroying it. Um, here we are. We're going to have to have new heroes, maybe even from other dimensions, to help us. So buckle up. So the question is, where do we start? Do we start with the trailer or do we start with kind of what we are looking at for 2022? I don't, I don't know. I think we should start with the trailer because it was kind of a fun little surprise that we all got today. No, I mean, no one was expecting it. Um, I have already seen the trailer, but Trevor, you have not. Um, so I think this would be fun, fun just to see your reaction <laughs> to this trailer. Um, have you before we go into this, have you read the comics? I have not. The most okay. extension I know is that her name is Kamala Khan and she has okay. all kinds of powers. Cool. That's right. my well, familiarity. <laughs> this will be interesting to see. Yeah. What you, what you think of it. And then to see, since I have read the comics to see what my take is on it and uh, go from there. That's what I think. So I guess okay. this will be a reaction video as well. which is kind of exciting. Wow. It's a podcast and a trailer reaction. So again, this is coming June 8th. So we don't have that long to wait. And in the meantime, we get to watch Moon Knight. So it's going to come on to us really quick. Yeah, exactly. So, so you tell me when to hit pr press play. 
We're on the official Marvel YouTube. This is the official one. It's one minute and 47 seconds. If you would like to watch along with us, cue it up on whatever device you may like, and we'll count it down. Three, two, one, play. Nice cartoon comic bubbles like Spider-Man. We got blinded lights. Fun. Yeah. The Captain Marvel outfit, though. Yeah, she's a big fan. Superhero landing. Yeah. like a pinata marvel time actually to her upbringing and not just yeah yeah okay this part is interesting we'll explain more later Yes. She's <laughs> so derpy. I love it. Oh, yes. The comic book cover closing shot. Excellent. Right. First off, I love that song. That, yeah. <laughs> so it's selling me right there. <laughs> as soon as he had that, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll watch this show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, solid choice for... Uh, a trailer too had a nice beat to it, and I like how they added all the little effects from the comic book in there. It was a lot of fun. Kind of a I mean, the CGI to... looks pretty good just because of what for she's a TV show of. for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So my my thought when I first watched this earlier today was that this was kind of the same tone as the comic, which was really nice. It's fun, and the the thing about the comic book is that it's very comic booky, like it's super over-the-top fun animations and stuff and i felt like we got this in the trailer and they had to mute some of it um because of her power set is a little bit different um but before we go into that what was your kind of reaction to the entirety of it and this character i feel like i'd like that it's again it feels more like spider-man homecoming just Mm -hmm. on the very surface they're going full-on high school kid but they're doing a different perspective a different just person like like peter parker's as generic as you could possibly imagine and so to have any kind of distinguishing racial or religious identities actually conveyed in the show is something that marvel doesn't normally do so Mm -hmm. that's a nice place it it helps when you have a tv show to kind of dive into more to it but they're making her full-on like kind of an outsider high schooler the tough thing of going to high school and then she discovers her abilities, which we've seen countless times. So I'm not super encouraged. Like I get it. She has to discover her abilities, but once she does have her full on outfit, being aware that captain Marvel exists is a big deal to just 
have it. It's it's a different way of like that. That's I assume how the comic book is, but it's still a different way to become a superhero when there's a superhero be- who comes before you. It just it changes. Right. It's like that's a lot of the stuff we're seeing these days, whether it's like My Hero Academia or the boys or anything it's like okay there's this whole world of superheroes and so now i'm yes. kind of growing up in it and it, it changes your perspective of i'm becoming a superhero means i'm becoming this person i'm not sh- the idea of being a superhero no exactly and you know she is muslim so it's i think that's a big it's a big factor in the comics so it's gonna be interesting to see how they do it in the show um because in the comics she is an inhuman and it looks like in this show, she's not an inhuman. There's no like Terrigen Mist or anything that I saw in the trailer. And it looks like she gets her abilities from some sort of cosmic source that we don't know about yet because she puts on these like, you know, gauntlets. The Ten Rings type of bracelets. So, yeah, it seems like it's very similar, right? It's like it, it's almost like it comes from that same realm. And we don't know mm-hmm. what that realm is yet. We kind of got it teased in uh, Shang-Chi at the end, that teaser trailer. And I wonder if, if it's uh, that same thing with her abilities here because i i don't know it's in the in the comics since she was taken over and she becomes inhuman um she actually is like a superhero whereas i feel like in the tv show she is given these abilities by wearing something which is a very different it's a differentiation i guess you can say because in the comics it's a big differentiator for genetic born with these abilities yes. versus because it's the difference between Iron Man and Thor. Sure. Yeah, one actually does have superhuman abilities. The other one has to rely on technology to become superhuman. Um, so for me, having read the comics, it will be interesting to see her tie in her ethnicity and religion to it because in the comics, she has the option to look like Miss Marvel, to be, you know, a white, blonde-haired girl, or she can be representative of who she actually is. And she makes the choice to stay uh, Kamala Khan, which is really powerful. So I'm hoping that they touch on that at least a little bit. Um, like maybe the gauntlet gives her the, the, the ability to change her appearance. Um, and maybe she decides not to, which it looks like in the, in the trailer. So I'm hoping that they stick to that route. And I think they will. Um, but yeah, interesting changes from the comic here. But they do stay true, at least to the tone, the feel, the look. Um, the circle cue is there. You know, it's kind of her hangout. So, yeah, I like it. I'm on board. Um, I just I hope like it's not outfit. too... Yeah, I like the outfit. I think they did a good job with that that whole look. And I just hope it's not so hokey that they don't deal with the more serious side of things um that's not brushed aside you know if that makes sense it's kind of like honestly hawkeye hawkeye could have been more serious but it was goofy right pretty much even all of the way through the climax no and then that's what i saw in this trailer i thought mm, it kind of looks like it could go the hawkeye route which i think is fine for kind of the the generic you know Marvel fan who's just like mm-hmm. I just like you know fun colors like that's fine I, I do like that um, but I do think that there could be some deeper stuff that they can touch upon in this show that I do hope they do and it I, there were and I, I've only seen the trailer twice it was once this morning and then once right now and I feel like there were some shots there where it did look like it could go a little bit darker with the themes and I hope they touch upon that a little bit um, just find the balance you know because it looks like it's going to be fun and uh, you can still have fun and touch on deeper themes and darker themes. So, you have. Do you know how many episodes this is supposed to be? Because I know we know Moon Knight is six episodes. 
I don't know. Okay. I've looked that up. I don't think they've they've mentioned how many episodes yet. Yeah, they're just Eight, like, maybe? here's the trailer. Hope yeah, you guys oh, enjoy. it's really <laughs> random today. I was like, all right, <laughs> was not expecting that today, but here we are. So, because originally this was time. supposed to be like at the end of 2021, right before the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, so this is really delayed. It's like a yeah. half a year or more delayed. So, um, it was supposed to. Yeah, even the timeline of where would would have fallen would have been kind of funky. So I I don't know if this was supposed to be before or after No Way Home. Um, I think it's still supposed to be after. So either way, um, mm-hmm. I guess it falls still in that timeline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to wrap my head around the timeline because I feel so I, I shouldn't feel bad for for Marvel because they, they have all this money, but like I do feel bad for whoever has to figure out the slating of stuff because. I'm sure there's some things that happen in like the tentpole films that would have affected these shows in some way. And to have it be delayed because of like COVID or other things going on in the world probably would have screwed up like the revelation of certain things in these shows. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So Yeah, like Loki you know, set a standard of okay, this changes things. Right. You know, because it, when it came there was no real like black widow got delayed and there was a big like gap in between films but now yep. the films like i mentioned at the top are starting to get into place dr strange 2 is going to change a bunch of stuff and well like to your point of her being inhuman it's kind of the same kind of restriction of x-men and wanda and how she's right. outside of that whole idea and so then humans it failed spectacularly as an abc show and they're like well we really haven't rebooted it as part of the mcu and so right. now they can't really be sources of new heroes yes exactly i mean they did have it on agents of shield um they had the terrigen miss at least um so they could have loosely tied that into this but i don't think enough people would have connected those dots for them and they haven't really reintroduced agents of shield into the mcu so yeah i think that what they're doing is something for like the next big phase and whatever this cosmic entity is out there that is producing these devices that are giving people powers is either a good guy or a bad guy out there somewhere or entity or a group of people. We don't know what this is yet. Um, and I don't even know if they're going to be pulling this from the comic book. Like maybe this is something that Marvel is going to create all on their own, perhaps. Who knows? Um, I'm eager. I'm eager to see what this new power source is in the universe. Do you think it's tied to uh, Eternals? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it could be. Just because Eternals right now, as it stands, it feels like such a one-off thing that is completely isolated from everything else. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be something that, they're, that the Eternals are fighting. <laughs> that is crazy. I just, like, I, I don't know why you introduced the Eternals when they did and how they did, and it's like, here they're just like the inhumans but they're a different thing where jack kirby came back and he's like i need to do my own thing and they're like here you can do this even though we already did this and it's weird that they picked that up and chose it to do a movie out of and then to just have it kind of exist and then the teaser of that or the stinger at the end of eternals ties into moon knight because it ties into blade which now where it's a whole it's not a cosmic thing it's an underworld thing it's a you know, yeah. supernatural whole thing where Marvel hasn't really touched supernatural at all. Yes, exactly. 
and how that's going to tie into everything. I don't know. It's a lot to it's a lot for them to juggle right now, and they're so far they're doing it, but they haven't released too many other shows. So it's mm-hmm. we're going to have to see how they can balance all these plates, especially with the multiverse cracking open and what that's going to do to everything. Especially with everything like based in the same relative time period and time place, like specifically. Yes. Miss Marvel is in the same area as She-Hulk, right? It's supposed to be, right? Yeah. It's the same so, area, same timeline. <laughs> um, don't know. Don't know if they're going to cross paths, what that's going to mean for anything. Because Hawkeye um, should have been connected directly to the same time period as Spider-Man with his new suit, where he, yeah. it's right at Christmas time. And so he should have his classic suit swinging above all this stuff that's happening during Hawkeye. Yes. Yeah, then they're not they're not mentioning it. They're not telling us anything about it. There's no official announcements from anybody saying anything. Like no one's I don't think anyone has even had a chance to ask Kevin Feige about that. So And all these characters, they share one thing. They're all on the younger side. Yes. Yeah, they need they need new heroes. <laughs> yes. So they're they're trying to build the young Avengers up at some point. Um I don't know when that's gonna actually happen, but we're starting to plant the seeds more and more. Um and then I think it was just today, actually, probably a few hours ago. Um, there were some rumors going around about Miles Morales being cast and that um, Will Smith's son is going to possibly play him. But that's a big rumor right now. We shall see. <laughs> um, yikes. <laughs> that's my reaction. Um, uh. Would it be my first choice? But who knows? Maybe he has grown as an actor and can can pull it off um he is like best friends with kamala khan in the comics so it would make sense to possibly introduce him in either this show as a stinger at the end or to have him be in you know season two or a movie who knows so um it is teased it does seem like it's pretty legit that his son is going to be in some uh movie series not too many movie series out there right now other than this one and Star Wars. So he's either going to be in Star Wars or in Marvel. So take that as you wish. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what that happens. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm, um, I, I knew that there were going to be some limitations on the show because of her abilities with the Inhumans, and I'm just going to have to accept that. And uh, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this one. I think after Hawkeye, my expectations aren't very high right now. So. I'm just going to go in this with, I don't know, medium expectations. That's just fair because it, be. it seems like it seems like WandaVision, they got to experiment because it was their first one. They're like, you guys, you can do whatever you want. Like, I know Falcon and Winter Soldier was still planned to come out first, but in terms of right. them, a lot of money and stuff, they're like, you, go, you guys can define what we're going to do on TV shows. And then Loki, they're all kind of being produced at the same time. You know, they didn't have right. that pedigree. And then now we kind of maybe reel in the quality of the shows to like, maybe it's budget constraints. Maybe it's, we're going to focus on our tentpole movies. Maybe it's Kevin Feige saying that you won't need to watch the TV shows to appreciate the films. Who knows? (laughs) But there's something you can definitely see. There's a more kind of by the book approach for their shows. They're not as necessarily experimental or different or because 
Marvel, like everyone begs it of Star Wars to be like, try different genres. You know, let's do a horror movie set in the Star Wars universe. Let's do a crime mystery. Let's do all these different type of things. And they can do the same thing with Marvel with all these different characters. They have different identities in the comics. They can do different genres of film and TV. But it looks like we're getting another origin story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that maybe maybe that's what they want. Maybe they would rather stick with, you know, have the origin stories be in a TV show rather than in a movie. You know, because I feel like if I were a producer, I would be like, you know, an origin story is going to bog down like three-fourths of your film. So three-fourths of your film, you're trying to set up an origin story, and the third act is all you really get for the mm-hmm. story itself to play out, and that's not really helpful. So if you can, you know, give an origin story to a TV show which has lesser budget, and then you can put that character into a film already ready to go. Like, we know their origin story. Now we can actually just tell a story and have it be a two-and-a-half-an-hour um, big-budget spectacle. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. So if you're someone who doesn't like origin stories, you might not like these Disney Plus shows because it seems like that's what they're doing with these from here on out, is my guess. Yeah. So, which Especially is when you see the upcoming slate. They're all new people, right? They're all people we haven't seen yeah. before. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, etc. Ironheart. Yeah. So they can't just drop origins. them in. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad they didn't do like a Young Avengers from the start rather than this way. Like I feel like they're they're doing the whole let's show every one of them and then have them group together. It could have been more fun maybe if they all just kind of found each other and had it be like an ongoing like you know high school drama thing like a dawson's creek but with you know marvel characters i wonder if it's part of just disney running like there's always the idea that marvel's made enough money that disney's completely hands off but it just feels like disney likes stuff that is analytically driven to produce results yes Yes, they are. <laughs> Sorry. We know but, this yeah. works. We can turn yeah. a successful film into a formula and replicate it. Pretty much. Yeah. It feels like that is what they're doing with this. Hopefully we're wrong, but that, that's the first glance, especially just with the idea where she's dressed up as Captain Marvel at the start of the trailer, and then you see she has her more iconic comic book thing. You can see that kind of she's going to fail. She's going to get to a point like, oh, I can't do anything. What am I doing messing around? I got to change my priorities. And then all of a sudden she's going to stumble upon this awesome thing that gives her abilities. And then she's going to fail again. And then finally she'll be successful right off at the end of this season. That's yeah. How'd you get your hand on this script? I'm pretty sure that's (laughs) what it is. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. Pretty much is it. I mean, it's pretty much what it is in the comics in the way too. Just a little bit more complicated, but. I'm sure they're going to tone down some of that stuff for the TV show, streamline it. Yeah, I don't know. It just depends on how many episodes we get. I feel like I feel like based on the trailer, this is a six-parter rather than an eight. Yeah. Um, could be wrong, but I don't know if it needs to go a full eight for this. Like, just you know, introduce her now, get her, get her in there. You know, because she's a fun character. She's great on a team, so it'd be great to have her banter back and forth with all these different characters. You know, she maybe she really is like, you know, the Peter Parker. She's the young teenager that's kind of awkward and needs to fit in and quippy. Um, so yeah, get her in there. I want I want her to be part of the team. Yeah. Sooner rather than later. So anyways, that's Miss Marvel. 
Yeah. And so like the Moon Knight trailer first came out with the Super Bowl and there's a yep. new extended cut. And so we're not going to react to that trailer, but we do know it's coming on March 30th. And this Gosh, is almost here. <laughs> yeah, it's literally this is the middle of March. It comes in pretty much two weeks from yeah. our record date. And that one is just like I mentioned earlier, completely different for what we've seen from Marvel because it's an origin story, but it's not an origin of gaining like traditional superpowers. Like right. Moon Knight isn't a hero in the traditional sense. Like I don't know how close to the comic they're going to be, but he's Weird. quite uh, I don't know controversial. Yeah, it's very different. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of excited to see what they do with this. You know. I mean, the look of it's pretty interesting. At least I think so. The, I mean, Oscar Isaac, I always enjoy what he's in, so I'm intrigued by that. I'm not fully on board with whatever accent he's throwing out there, but... It's a weird one. It's a very Tom Hardy type <laughs> thing to do, but doing it. He's definitely doing something. And uh, his outfit, it doesn't look the best. Like, I've already seen the memes that he looks like he stole, like, he went in found like a sarcophagus and stole a mummy's outfit and just that's what i'm going with <laughs> it's very it's very rubbery in my opinion mm-hmm. um yeah i'm just i'm fine with it i'm not i don't hate it i don't love it yeah i don't love it like i feel like miss marvel her outfit was pretty spot on yeah. i like the new versions of the kind of the outfits they're going with like what hawkeye's going with and you know we're building kind of a more consistent outfit style or costume style for the characters. This one doesn't feel like it necessarily fits in. Yeah. It feels like it's not clothy enough. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I don't know how, I mean, I, yeah, just, it could have been, it could have been better. But that, that shouldn't be the biggest concern, even though that's going to be no. your iconic still frames on posters and the literally the thing on Disney Plus. But anyway, <laughs> the, the more interesting thing is, is Blade going to make an appearance in Moon Knight? Hmm, that's a good question. It could be a if fun. If he makes an appearance in Eternals, point. I feel like this is what we're doing, right? They're fighting similarly right. supernatural things. Exactly. Um, yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to see him show up. And at what capacity? Well, I don't know. Could be a stinger at the end. It could be a full episode. I mean, we have uh, Kingpin showed up for what two episodes? Yeah. Well, I guess one full episode. Um, so it's a possibility he could get a full episode introduction um, to whet our appetite. Because I don't even think they've started filming on the on the film yet. Oh no, they pretty um, much just announced Marshall Ali, and they're like, "You you guys want this, it. right? Right? <laughs> It'll come eventually." <laughs> We don't know when. That was like five years ago. Jeez, how long ago was that announcement? That was at Comic Con 2019. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and the world stopped. Yeah, um, I think that's the last time nice. we saw each other in person. Yep, crazy, right? <laughs> the world really did uh, stop. Um, anyways, soon enough. Soon enough, you'll be closer. So, but I mean, worry. just I think of some of the like the the trendier like comic frames from Moon Knight. And there's one where he's like, come out Dracula, you nerd or something like that. And just that idea of being like totally dismissive of the supernatural, not just finding the supernatural, but literally making fun of it. I'm on board. Yeah. Especially if you can like do that with blade and have them square off like that. Oh yeah. Be really fun. 
Blade being all moody and stuff. Yep. <laughs> That'd be great. This is, who's this weird guy? What the heck's going on? So a lot of fun potential there. So hopefully we'll get him at least in the final episode of Moon Knight and I'll win our appetite for what, a year or two years? How long? How long is it going to take to make this movie? or something. Who knows? Who knows? Would be nice. So. Yeah. All right. What comes after? We, do we even know? Do they have these slated actual dates yet for these shows? That's the problem. That's coming... So we know up through June 8th. That's and it, then after that, it could be anything because like it's presumed that She-Hulk should come next, but She-Hulk's already been delayed a couple of times. Like they announced right. that Tatiana Maslany is actually going to be She-Hulk, which I mean, just for that reason alone. <laughs> which I almost forgot. I was like, wait, who's She-Hulk again? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But like after that, everything pretty much is 2023 and there's no way Marvel's going to do that. Cause they're talking, you know, Ironheart, armor wars, secret invasion, echo. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of planned things. And then we still have season twos of Loki and what if, and they're going to have an X-Men continuation of the animated series, X-Men 97. So they have a whole kind of slew of planned stuff for Disney plus, but that pretty much can be randomly dropped in anywhere on this timeline of, our actual real world. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> going to be very strange. I, as I said, I don't feel, uh, do I feel bad? I should say for the person who has to figure this out for them. And let's, let's just Kevin Feige sitting there every day. <laughs> he has like a whole, like, you know, board. That he's like shuffling the pieces around. Like, oh, well, this has happened. So we got to move this back. And uh, Maybe they're waiting to see what the reception is to uh, multiverse of madness as well. You know, like if that does really well and people respond well to it, they're like, oh, well, let's lean more into the whole multiverse thing. Let's start bringing people over. Um, or people are like, oh, I'm not too sure I in- enjoy what they were doing with that. And they're like, OK, well, we won't go that route and we'll just kind of touch on it in Wanda. <laughs> Nothing else. I don't know. It Because it, like that movie should do extremely well, but. It did Spider-Man do so well because it has pedigree dating back to 2002. Right. That was it the multiverse idea, or was it? Oh my God! It's that Spider-Man I knew twenty years ago is showing back up on screen as Spider-Man. Is that what it was? Was it both? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think Strange, a lot of it was nostalgia. Yeah, Doctor sure. Strange doesn't have that like household name of a comic book hero. You know, he's not Captain America. Doctor Strange has definitely always been weird. Like they're shoving him into everything. You know. <laughs> he's in Spider-Man. He's showing up in What If. They're like, "Oh, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange." He's but the he's the the Nick Fury of this uh, new era in Marvel. He really is showing up everywhere, mm-hmm. bringing people together somehow. Do people Are, care enough about his actual thing? Because Doctor Strange is probably the most powerful Marvel character that we've seen in the MCU. Right, but do do people have an understanding of that? Yeah, like because they understand it, the implications of it. You have either. to explain what we're doing. Like, oh, look, we're in this purple world. Now we're in this green right. world. And these worlds happen simultaneously to our world. They're not just yes. like different planets. It's not Gardens of the Galaxy and we're going exploring different planets. This is literally all of the same world, just from different perspectives. Yep. And how to it's keep to that explain clear. to a regular, just, I, I show up and I watch the Marvel movies and I like people fight. You have right. to explain to that person. <laughs> then they're like looking at the screen going, what is happening? Why am I watching this? Um, so I think it is pretty 
clever that they teased the X-Men coming back with, uh, with Charles Xavier. Uh, Patrick Stewart did confirm that it was his voice. So we know that it is his version. So it's going to be the Fox X-Men. Like, mm-hmm. is that enough of a draw to bring people in? I don't know. Um, will the, the cartoon, the TV show cartoon, will that be enough, you know, for people to be interested? I mean, that's the first officially announced X-Men project. Yeah. For the MCU. And just the idea of the multiverse, does that mean that the Miles Morales in the then his own little multiverse is is that part of now the Marvel multiverse as well, possibly. So do we decide like as Marvel, because I'm speaking as we for no reason, but okay. do, do we decide that we're gonna specifically have this like is everything going to happen on this same timeline over and over again like is dr strange going to save the multiverse and continue on earth whatever they're at 616b i have no idea what mcu earth is but are we going to continue with that earth and we're just going to keep saving that earth again and again or are we finally going to be like this show is on a completely different earth there is no iron man ever in 2008 this is you know whatever character they don't know who iron man is I don't know. I mean, my guess... That's a bold choice to make. It is a bold choice, and I think that they're going to make a choice. And I think that they're going to... They're probably going to say that our Earth, or our reality that we've been watching for the MCU is the one that they decide to save in the whole multiversal war. And what that entails, I don't know. But I'm going to guess that... um, the Illuminati are going to say, you know what, we've, we've seen all this stuff, we've seen all the craziness, you're whatever, but this is the right one. Like this is the, this is like the universe of heroes. So let's, let's save this one. Let's help you figure that out. Is my guess, but they're probably going to have to sacrifice other universes and dimensions or whatever. So like, what if, I mean, how, so like, what if is technically Canon, but how close do you think we're going to get to live action representations of what happened? I think we might get pretty close. At least it seems that way, based on the poster that they teased. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we're going to get pretty close. And they've what was the Marvel Zombies was also announced, so we're going to mm-hmm. get that as a TV show. Um, yeah, I wonder how soon they're going to ha- come out with these cartoons. I know those take longer sometimes to make um, than live action. Spider-Man freshman year is going to be a cartoon too, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. That's what they told us. So what that's going to entail, I don't know. Yeah. Because then that's where you could tie in Ms. Marvel and Miles, just yeah. an animated version that don't necessarily have live action repercussions. It's true. It's true. I don't know. It all depends on where it fits on the timeline yeah. and how soon they pump it out. So let's, let's just assume, I guess, that uh, She-Hulk is next. Like if that's going to be the fall, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're probably going to get, because I, I think Kevin Feige already confirmed that Daredevil is going to be in that show uh, as Matt Murdock. So he'll be... Oh, and we more, also want to emphasize more. that all the Netflix Marvel shows are coming to Disney+. Plus. That, yes. that was confirmed. I think they come out today. March 15th. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> so there you go. You can and watch them. They said they're going to make a Marvel TV show specific to Disney Plus that is going to reunite the, exist- the old cast. 
Which makes sense. Um, we saw Kristen Ritter. She was uh, dressed up as her uh, Jessica Jones character on Instagram. She took a whole bunch of photos of her, you know, in the whole look. So we're pretty pretty sure she's coming back, um, which means the rest will probably come back. Um, and then when when are those shows going to be? You know, those going to be How do you this year, it? next yeah, year. You got to fit it all together. They have so many plans for shows. And you can't take too long because... The cool thing about casting younger actors is you have more time to work with, but they also age up and yes, you don't want to advance the timeline. So like we have characters who are supposedly high schoolers and in Marvel time, it's been one year, but in actual reality, it's been three years since her TV show. And now we want to throw her into young right. Avengers. It's noticeable difference how people age. Very much so. Yeah, we, we've seen 30 that to 33 isn't shows. as big as 18 to 21. Yeah. <laughs> you change a lot more. Exactly. So that will be fun to see how they do Young Adventures. I don't know. It's like, is it going to take so long that they're going to have to recast everybody by the time they do it? <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. Okay. <laughs> Let's reboot it. It's like, well, we haven't even started it yet. Hold on. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how they do that and how they pull that off. Um, but I, I, I am curious to see how they do those Netflix shows because those Netflix shows were very hard R rated shows good or bad they were very dark <laughs> and i don't know how dark disney will go with these shows on their platform that's what they're experimenting with right yeah i mean they are yeah they're definitely yeah, they need to because honestly they should just use hulu for all of this stuff but whatever because you can already sign up for disney plus hulu and espn all together so they should just use hulu in this capacity but yeah it's the whole of idea of where Deadpool fits into, especially that where everything happens. Because I just saw Free Guy over the weekend, and there's a sequence where it's just like Deadpool, like literally in the climax of the movie. I'm like, he could literally be Deadpool right now, and it would totally fit. Well, that explains why they tapped the director of that to direct the new Deadpool. To movie. direct Deadpool three, yep, that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll see how he fits in. Maybe they'll have to tone him down a little bit too. Um, I mean, you can still tone him down, I think, and have him be relevant in the Disney-fied version of Marvel. It's um, just how many times can you make a joke about it being Disney-fied? Like, obviously, that'll be right at the start, but how many right. times are you going to realize, oh, in this occasion, I would have done this, but Mickey Mouse said no. Yeah, yeah, we get it. It's funny. Yeah, we get it, Ryan but- Reynolds. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Um, all right, what else is what else we got on the slate? So, Secret Invasion is probably the big one, just because it's mm. a big deal. It's a big name, it is. but it's as a TV show and not which is weird. A film, it's very weird. It's a big tentpole thing in Marvel Comics, and hey, it's a TV show. It's like, shouldn't you guys be building up to this? And it's a big movie. <laughs> my my guess on this whole thing was that. Uh, Kevin Feige probably had like plans laid out for like the next, I think he says he has plans laid out for like, the next, like however many years, 20 years or something uh, insane. Like he has this whole roadmap and I don't think secret invasion was probably on there much. Like it was probably like something that was in the middle of it. But I think that, um, uh, what was their names? The, um, I can't forget uh, the, the directors that directed, uh, Avengers, uh, Endgame. 
Oh, the Russo brothers? The Russo brothers, thank you. Yeah. Uh, too many brothers in Hollywood working together. Uh, so the Russo brothers really wanted to do Secret Invasion. And I, I'm guessing Kevin Feige probably wasn't too keen on it, or maybe just didn't care, or whatever. He was like, all right, fine, you can do it, but just do it as a TV show. <laughs> Don't do it as a as a movie. So that's my guess. Are they directing it? I have no idea if they're directing it. I think oh, I know they're okay. producing it, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know who's directing the show yet. But they're the ones that wanted Secret Invasion for a long time. And now they have it. So Yeah, I don't know, because you have Secret Invasion, but you also have the the Marvels, which will also deal with um the Kree and the scroll. So how that's gonna tie into Secret Invasion, I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot. It's Especially so much. because we think that Monica Rambo is in Doctor Strange 2 as a full-on Captain Marvel. We don't know that. I mean, yeah, I, I, that was my assumption. That was a lot of people's in, from the trailer. A lot of people are assuming that, yeah. That's an assumption. That is not confirmed. Right. It's and not now confirmed, people are saying but, it's not. So Yeah. E- either way, she's going to fit into some place, and Captain <sighs> yeah. Marvel is going to be the biggest kind of scroll type of leaping off point. Yeah. So how does that fit into the timeline? When, when is, have they announced the date yet for the Marvels? That keeps getting pushed back, um, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. That might be 2023. So is Sukun Invasion going to come before that or after that? My guess would be after. I think you would have to introduce that idea in a movie and just let it tail off into a, a series, maybe. Like, or, I'm glad it's not. just not a big event. Like, I like that they're building towards Kang as the next big bad. And just like he makes these appearances and then all of a sudden he's this big, huge adversary. Just because Secret Wars, right. I always feel like it's a an easy plot device. Oh, look, it wasn't actually them at all. It was just some right. dude who was dude impersonating him. It's like anybody can be that. And it just, oh, look, oh, my God, they just killed this major. Oh, no. Oh, don't no. worry. It's not that. It wasn't that character after all. <laughs> Pulled a Loki on us. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I had another thought, though, about uh, that. So. I think what we're doing right now is something that we, as fans, wouldn't have done during the first few phases where we weren't too sure. Like, we didn't really know for quite a few films that Thanos was even going to be a big bad in, in everything. And then once we did, we went, Oh, that's kind of cool. He's going to be a big bad, maybe in another film, but we didn't realize it was going to be like the whole infinity saga where it involved like so many different movies and characters into a culminating event, like the event film of Marvel so far. And now we're doing the whole thing where we're like, well, now we know that they plant seeds through these films. So now we're looking at like, Oh, what, what's going to be the next big bad? What's going to be the next big event? And I think, um, I, th- I don't know if that's screwing us up in any way. Like maybe that's not what they want to do anymore. Like maybe this is what the MCU is now. Isn't going to be that whole, let's bring everyone together, you know, 10 years from now in a, in a, in an event film for some big bad to take down. I think maybe since they have, you know, a streaming platform and, um, uh, the comics as well, they're starting to tie into things like maybe they're just like, nothing's going to be like that anymore. Everything's going to be its own little groups all over the place. If that makes sense. You know, you have certain outer space sense. people here. Yeah. Right. You have the, the X-Men over here. You have the fantastic four that in their own thing. Um, maybe they can come together once in a while to fight, you know, Kang or something, but 
maybe they're not. Maybe that's not what it is. Because it, it gets to the idea of creating event films, and then now you've you've almost you can't keep the pace up. You can't be right. like, oh look, Doctor Strange has opened portals, and everybody you can possibly imagine have showed up. Everybody. All of a sudden, it's like why is Homer you know, Simpson here? Everybody's this is crazy. <laughs> you can only it's a law of diminishing returns. Like that meant a whole bunch for 2019 and what we built up to that point, but now. I don't know if it works. It hits the same way because you have to have nostalgia for it to mean something, but you can only create nostalgia over time. You can't be like, Oh look, here's Miss Marvel and she Hulk and moon Knight. They're all together. It's like, cool. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work the same. So I don't think I, I just don't know if it's going to work a, a second. Not time. only that, they only had so much like here's Thor movies. Here's Captain America movies. Here's Iron Man movies. Hulk can only appear in, buddy movies and everything's based on those main four you know the black widow movie and the hawkeye show don't start till after infinity war so everything's based on these pretty much kind of three movies and it's like oh here's a little bit of guardians and that's something we're just going to completely experiment with and it's going to hit and we didn't even expect that and so now we have to put them in and have them show up in minimal roles in the infinity saga and they don't fit at all cool we'll do that and just they, they kept bouncing around but it's still based on the main three things now our actual main tent poles are so many we don't the forking the forking pathways have so many potential <laughs> multitudes it's more than just the multiverse literally what marvel's created has yeah. created their own kind of multiverse of storylines and you have to pick because there's too many branching off points now it it's not the same thing as no, I, well, I here's agree. a few points yeah. and boo. I I think that it could be where they they use Kang as like the nexus point, like how Wanda is like a nexus being, like have Kang be this nexus bad guy who you don't necessarily have to all come together to face in a big end game type movie, but maybe he shows up in their different pocket type you know universes to you know cause mischief or whatever. And maybe he's different every yeah, time, like, like a different personality. Yeah, it's a like, different right, Kang. You know, the young Avengers are fighting a specific right. version of Kang. Or then you have like street level Daredevil and Jessica Jones and everybody fight a different version of Kang. And they all have these different versions of Kang to face. I like that idea. Yes. I think that's what they're probably trying to do. That would be my guess. <laughs> uh, just based on the, the look and aesthetic of certain things, it just ha- I just have that feeling that this multiverse of madness is going to be the the point where everything just explodes, Kang goes crazy, he can be in everything now, and just go your own way. You know, like have your own, you know, pocket groups everywhere. And that that's where we get back to the beginning Miss Marvel discussion of do they all have to be origin stories if right. Because they work as all origin stories if we're building a team up. But if we're not building a team mm. up, we don't need a million different origin stories. We can kind of just focus and create different storylines because everyone always who doesn't like marvel movies complains that it's all the same movie and i mean that's true but it's also true that there's only seven potential stories you can write in the history of mankind from greek storytelling to today so there's only so much you can do even the greatest writers of all time understand this so all marvel stuff's going to be relatively the same but you can still do different stuff with it and that's kind of what if you're going to have a different Kang, then he's going to need to be not just defeated in different ways. He's going to have to 
win sometimes. The superheroes yeah. are going to have to fail <clears throat> sometimes. There, there's yeah. going to have to be not hero gains power, hero fails, hero realizes why they fail, ends up being bad guy. We can't do that across all these new characters over and over again. He's a bad guy, but it's not bad guy, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I agree. I, re- I really like that idea. I don't know if they're actually going to go that route, but it would be fun no, if I they did, because I would love it. Yeah. I would love to see like an evil like horror version of him. Um, maybe a goofy, like like almost like a likable villain, you know, type, like he kind of was in Loki. Um, it should be fun yeah, to see those different types square off, you know? Like, what if he's the principal at the school or something for Young Avengers or something? I don't know. And what if he's like a kingpin type of like crime boss type of villain? And you have this whole Sopranos type of storyline or Godfather type of storyline. That'd be great. You could do so many different things and it's the same exact character every time. Yeah. I like this idea. I still am intrigued about about experimenting with the oh, role. Yeah? He's like, oh, I get to play all these different versions of himself. Ah, all right. So maybe we are going to get that. And that'd be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Hopefully they don't just waste it all on Loki. I know he's going to be in the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie coming up, Quantumania. Um, that's all I've heard. About that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah. I want that movie the most, and I still forget about it because it's so far away. There's a lot. There's a lot on the slate for this. Well, so now you have the whole idea of the quantum realm producing powers and enemies and multiverses, and then you have Doctor Strange using his metaphysical powers and time <laughs> manipulation. But now we're into this whole cosmic realm of Shang Chi and Miss Marvel and Moon Knight and everybody doing a different form of getting their powers. Now we have all these different sources for powers. Cause it was, yes. everything was the infinity stones for right. 24 films, infinity stones, infinity stones, infinity stones. Now we're like, you can get your powers from random rock on the street or yeah. random rock. That's actually from a different multiverse or this rock was actually in hell. And then this rock was actually up there, the same rock, but it's all in different time periods and perceptions. Yes. What if, and then in one reality, actually is the rock. It's Dwayne Johnson. He comes out and says, Yes, I've been giving you powers the whole time. It was me in every universe. Oh, that'd be great. He's Maui. Shazam. He's from Moana. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. God, that'd be fun. Mm, Actually, speaking of Free Guy and all these Marvel connections, now that Disney and Fox are connected and it shows, it's amazing what a Disney film could be to terms of crossing over everything. Like, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. People are like, Oh, they'll just buy DC and we'll have Superman and, you know, Batman with Iron Man and Thor. But the idea of having a Disney character matched with a Pixar character matched with a Marvel character matched with a star Wars character. That is what I want to see. I don't know how it works. I don't know who can come up with it, but Disney could create the biggest, best crossover thing of all time. Hey, you never know what might happen in Multiverse of Madness. We shall yeah, I, see. I want, a, I want just like, I don't even care, Darth Vader to show up. <laughs> just don't even care. You know what? It'll probably happen in Echo, because I think Echo is going to be kind of like their main tentpole TV show. That's my guess, at least. I think that all the multiverse stuff is going to happen. And that exciting show. 
I can't wait for. Sorry, that was sarcasm, by the way. My bad. Yeah, I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like you're sitting there. Like, I didn't want to assume. I didn't want to be as, as making an assumption that was there was something I didn't know about Echo. <laughs> I have no interest in that. I mean, other than Kingpin being in it, but after Kingpin's appearance at the end of Hawkeye, yeah. like I just I don't even care about Kingpin anymore. Like, oh my god, he was my favorite character. They neutered him. Yeah. Huh. I mean, for me, Agatha is the one I could care less about, just because. Oh. Sh- Wanda got like, oh, she has a fun song for 55 seconds. Yeah, okay, we saw that coming a million miles away. And now literally, we get more, her entire episode eight is her backstory of what she's been doing for 400 years to lead up to Wanda essentially running a joke on her, floating in the sky with red lightning in the background. Like, oh, look, I'm losing all my powers. Oh, gotcha. I was just messing with you. I knew exactly what I was doing the whole time. And so literally we get a whole episode of Agatha building up to that point. Maybe. We don't know what the show is going to be about. My guess is it's not. I'm not excited. I know. I know you're not excited. I'm I'm excited, but not that excited. (laughs) Like, because I don't know what they're going to do with it. But what they're probably going to do is have her be present day as Agnes that Wanda will use to learn different things that she'll unlock her personality and have her be like that teacher. And she does causes mischief in town and hijinks ensue would be my guess. Hopefully there's better writers than me on the show. I could come up with something <laughs> interesting, <laughs> but I'm assuming that's the timeline because, you know, we want her to be the, the Agatha from the comics, right? She's the one that helps Wanda and teaches her. And maybe she learns to not be so evil or something who knows i don't know but how much or maybe it's all maybe it's a musical it. maybe it's a whole musical that'd be fun that would be fun but how much more Alex wanda can it. we use as like a like wanda i feel like has been mentioned a billion times about everything like there's only so much like oh she's gonna bring all the x-men back and she's just gonna be everything, do everything. at once I, yeah. I figure there's there's has to be some I don't know. I feel like Wanda's kind of we're going to get her whole kind of we built up her sorrow about losing vision. We got that. We did a whole show about it. She imprisoned a town over that grief. It's an analogy for grief and depression and overcoming and all that. And now she's in literally Doctor Strange 2 to face the darkest version of herself. There's got to be a culmination of her character arc. Like there's not much more you can do with her just as a character. We, we've kind of run that path. But they just announced Scarlet Witch, the movie. So oh my God. we have that coming out after Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> but I'm excited. I like Wanda perfectly fine, but she can't be everything at once in the Marvel Universe. Well, I don't know. They got rid of a lot of, a lot of people there in the last uh, franchise. So gotta hold on to what they got <laughs> you know they're like well people like dr strange i guess and people like wanda so let's just put them in everything yeah, yeah. let's hope they uh, can build up these younger people fast so that we can make movies with new people instead it'll be the that's the gonna be marvel's biggest challenge because all the younger people are relatively new and so they're not going to have built-in audience recognition especially if people don't watch the tv shows it's a really yeah. delicate tightrope to be like, hey, look, you remember Iron Man? This is Iron Heart. It's just like Iron Man, but she's younger and she came about her abilities in a different way. 
and she has a different kind of worldview. Oh, here's Miss Marvel. She is kind of like Captain Marvel, except she's a spunky young teenager. So it, it's weird to be like, we need to make it relatable, but new. Right. Yeah, the only thing I can think that they should do that to help them is to lean into the whole Spider-Man No Way Home type universe where it's, you know, that kind of high school fun meme type things. Because then if that's the case, then, you know, the younger generation can relate to it and instantly go online and make thousands of memes. And it won't matter how good the movies are because they'll just make memes of it and they'll love the characters and create their own headcanon. And there it is, free money, you know. And I think Miss Marvel's on the right path by having that kind of look and feel. So I think that's what they should do if they actually want to succeed in that. Yeah, because then it makes new characters for new audiences that don't need to know the old written by white people for white people. Yes. Storylines that have been tried and true and told a billion times. Exactly. And that'd be fun. It'd be fun to have that and expand the universe out to everything else. You know? Marvel wants to talk about films. being everything. <laughs> it's not just a multiverse. <laughs> you have all kinds of different stories within a multiverse of universe. white straightness. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work too well. Sorry, Marvel. Let's, uh, yeah, let's get some representation in there. I'm looking forward to what they can do. I'm hoping that um, there are more writers out there, more diverse writers that can come in and showcase their works and talents in this universe. So, yep, that's my hope. So, the, the biggest takeaway is though that we have no idea what Marvel's going to do. We can speculate. Everyone can speculate. Marvel has more speculation probably than any current pop culture franchise at the moment. And that's good for business for them. And we don't oh, sure. have any answers, but it let us talk an hour about pretty much nothing. We just watched a minute and 47 second trailer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thanks, Marvel. Yes. And so what are your thoughts? Be sure to let us know. Reach out to us at Secondary Heroes on all forms of social media. What future Marvel project are you most excited for? How do you think we're going to go forward? Are we going to be having these pockets that come up with different type of things and different bad guys or different versions of the same bad guy? Or is it going to be origin story, origin story, origin story, team up, buddy movie, and we rinse and repeat? How how is Marvel going to go forward? (laughs) Let us know. And you can go to crossthestreamsmedia.com to listen to all of our past episodes and of course you can also listen to iTunes, Spotify pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast you can find Secondary Heroes be sure to go on YouTube, like and subscribe it helps us with all all the different algorithms and remember all of this is free for you and it's priceless to us until next time we hope you enjoyed and I messed up the order of that bye bye bye